The following was recorded in front of a live studio audience at the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. This is the United Podcast Network. It's the Cigar Authority After Show, and it's brought to you by Roma Craft Tobacco. Since 2010, Mike Rosales and Skip Martin have focused on the simple and time-honored task of combining quality tobacco, experienced craftsmen, and the right amount of time to bring you cigars worthy of the legacy of the centuries of premium cigar craftsmen that came before them. Whether you are revisiting the anti-prohibition era mindset of intemperance or getting in touch with your more primal side with a Cro-Magnon and Neanderthal, you are sure to find a blend in the Romacraft house of brands that fits the exact balance of flavor, strength, and body you are looking for in that moment. When you're finally able to take a short break from the world to relax and enjoy a cigar, the last thing you need is a complicated sales pitch. Simple, yet substantial. Tobacco, talent, time. Romacraft tobacco. The after show, the after show, the after show, the after show. Why do you have to sound so excited? So, uh, yeah, we just finished our Saturday show, and this is the after show that's airing on Wednesday, and we have no subject matter for the show, so we're talking uh, as Ed was finishing up uh, doing the stuff he has to do after the show to get it out there. Uh, what are we going to talk about? And we ran out of subjects, and uh, Barry just uh, lost a cat, passed away, and we said, okay, we're doing the show on dead pets. So, uh, which I'm against can, this, which means you can tune out now if you like. Yeah. The interesting thing is going to be how are we going to connect this to cigars? And this is where the magic is going to happen. And so. it all started with a text of my wife, who, out of force of habit, went to grab a case of cat food at Walmart and. The cat's no longer there, so she broke down in the middle of Walmart. Yeah. But she didn't buy it, right? No, she didn't buy it. Okay. I hope not. <laughs> and uh, so that's going to be a little weird. weird. Yeah, let's talk about that. It'd be interesting returning the pet food, and they say, why are you returning this? Dead. Cat's dead. Can you do that? I would think you could. Yeah. Well, my stepdaughter brought it to an animal shelter and donated it. Yeah. All our leftover food, cat food. So th- th- it comes in perfect because uh, my dog, Dean Martin, 14 years, a week, a week before his 14th birthday, uh, last week, uh, we had to put him down. But, I mean, you did pretty well because I, I well, I kind of love your story about the vet the year before. Yes, the year before, um, the vet that we go to all the time and also has the dog cleaning uh, in there too, so we yeah. go often, and um, they said, um, "Yeah, just it said to my wife, um, you know, the winter's coming up. Uh, dig the hole before the ground freezes." And I, I got home that night, and she tells me I was so mad. How do you say that to somebody? Dig the hole between. Was well, this like no. a funny vet? You go to a comedian vet? No, he's not. A, he meant it. He's just a very practical vet. And I'm like, it's terrible bedside manner, and that's <laughs> awful. And and he lives. A year longer than that. So my brother's vet said the same thing to my brother. So he built a cement sarcophagus in the ground. Of course he did. (laughs) And built the cover. And his dog ends up dying less than a year later. Uh, He has to put it down. So we had a dog funeral. And we brought the dog out. We put him in the sarcophagus with his toys. I'm crying like a little schoolgirl. And we put the lid on and my brother seals it and goes out 45 minutes later with a flashlight and points it like a chimney. So it's all perfect. And so the dog has its final resting place in the sarcophagus. But afterwards, we went up and we got 
two of the same cigars and we sat down and we told stories about the dog. Well, that that's and, the, but, and, and here's the connection of how does this have to do I with cigars. I do have one question. Yeah. So he pre-built this sarcophagus? Correct. Was the dog like lying there watching him? Yes, this. <laughs> brought the dog out in the lawn with him. And yeah, it's a little sick. Did, did he place the dog in it to see if he fits? I mean, how did he, he get the measurements? Take, he was able to take measurements <laughs> okay. of the dog. He's a yeah, carpenter. He's a carpenter. He measures twice and cuts once. <laughs> measures twice and builds sarcophagus. Yeah, too soon? soon. <laughs> I, I had the too soon of two soons. Because after, after we put down my cat, my wife was like, I could really use a shot at Jack. Granted, it's 9.15 in the morning. And I was like, all right, you know, I, the cat's been with you a lot longer than it's been with me. So we go to have a shot with our friends, uh, Scott and Casey. Who drank also at 9.30 in the morning? No, they just looked at us like we were a bunch of alcoholics. Yeah. But we go over. Because you are. We go over to them, and as we're going in, into their, their place, the dog, they have a dog, and uh, a corgi, and he starts barking at us. So I go to my wife. I go, you know what that dog's saying? And she looks at me like, no. And I go, he's saying murderers yes hashtag too soon she yeah. laughed though so and, and you know i i like the idea of putting it down as opposed to let them suffer right i wish it was happening to people that you don't have to go through all that it's because it was a nice thing that they we had somebody come to our house uh and did it as nice mm. as we could possibly do it um but mm. at the end of it is okay i'm gonna go outside have a cigar and think about them and whatever, and it's a thing. It's a family member, and those that are listening to this and saying, "Ah, oh, your pet died or something," you obviously didn't have a pet. I had Dean Martin for fourteen years, a week before fourteen years. How long was that cat with your wife? He was with uh, my cat four years for me, twelve years for her. Wow! So, yeah, and uh, they actually got it from a family friend who, uh, for some odd reason, couldn't keep the cat anymore. Uh, the cat lived to be 18, so he had a long and healthy yeah. life. Got out of the Chinese food business. Yes. <laughs> I'm not going to need these. Can someone take hey, Mr. Jonathan, you, you have an old dog now. Yeah, he's uh, 12, Yorkshire so, Terrier. Yeah. But he's really showing no signs of slowing down. I mean, his joints are getting a little achy and stuff, but he still runs up and down the stairs and attacks and humps well, his The day's coming because they, they don't live much longer than that. True. No, he's yeah. already passed and his- Ed, what do you got? I have a two and a half year old right now. Ah, so you got a long time. Yeah. So we, he's going to outlive you. <laughs> it's he, possible. He might, you know, before that, uh, our Bernice Mountain Dog went 14 years, which is really unusual for them. But I had at one time a Newfoundland, 165 pounds wow. roughly. And when he was starting to deteriorate, I spent probably way too much time thinking about the practical of it. I kept thinking, okay, if this dog dies in the house, what do I do? He's yeah. 165 pounds. Do you call a buddy and say, I need you to help me drag him to the dumpster or something? I mean, this wow. is a big dog. Send over the forklift. Well, we had um, Dean Martin was... Over 100. Yeah. Uh, a chocolate lab, overweight because he hangs out with me. <laughs> and um, we put him on a little stretcher after, and it was my wife and the doctor on one side and me on the other side huh. and carried it into the car and into the thing. So three of us, he was heavy. Dead weight, right? Dead yeah. weight. And now do you have an urn or what? We have an urn now, and uh, we have a little statue 
thing and there's a whole thing set up in the house right now i'm hoping it makes its way outdoors someday but um he had part of the family and it, it's never the same it's just weird stupid when, things like when you say statue did you commission someone to make a statue no or? my mother got, found a statue of a chocolate lab that wasn't was a black lab and then she painted it <laughs> and uh painted him to look like him and it pretty it does and uh the thing is though it I, I see it and it doesn't make me happy. It makes me sad. It reminds me again. And the thing I will say that cigars and I just lost my grandmother, a real person. Yeah. And the cigars gave our family something to do during what normally would be awkward silence while you're just sitting there mourning. We had something to do, and then someone would tell a story, and we'd laugh and or cry, and then you go back to smoking the cigar, and it, it just helps you to fill the time. Yeah, not to ruin you guys, your guys death stories with uh, cigar talk on a cigar podcast. Right, that's uh, no, that's well, I don't know how Dean Martin was, but you know, he was awesome. But well, I'm to the point I'm getting at, and you know, cats are different, but my cat, I can honestly say, acted like a dog, but the best smoking buddy out there. Mm. You know, I'd sit on the, the back deck and the cat would look at me out the window. And when he was younger, I couldn't bring him out because he'd want to run through the grass, but in the last year. I'd open up the door. He was deaf, so he knew he couldn't really run off. And he would just hang out and sit on the table. Near you smoking. Near me smoking. And Dean Martin did, too. I, I know he liked mm-hmm. the smell of cigars because he's got a big yard, and he's got a, we got a big house, and mm-hmm. he could go anywhere he wants, and I'm smoking a cigar, and why does he come near me? He obviously liked it, and mm-hmm. they, they smell everything, right? Yep. And he, he would come closer to me. Yeah, my dog always gets a, a pretty light sniff. Of the cigar. And, you know, and that brings up a thought. He does like sweet things, so I'm going to have him check out the brulee. Ah! (laughs) And it goes full circle back to shitting on Steve Saka for lying to us. (laughs) <laughs> he's he's still denying it. He's there's still there's there's li- there's quite literally only a handful of those cigars left in the company as a result of that after show. I mean they they started going like hotcakes, which is very interesting psychologically. Very interesting that um, I find that you know you you talk we'll call it negatively on something because it's not what it, what not negative against the cigar, no. negative against the guy who said it's not yeah. what it is. But now everybody wants to try it. If you remember the time. And I had Phil Zangie up here the other day, uh, actually came and visited. But we, we did a show in the Nashua store, the Cigar Authority. Big snowstorm happened, and they couldn't open the store in Seabrook. So Three feet of snow in front of the door. I had to dig my way into the store. I mean, it was legit. <laughs> yeah, so the, the, the show is over, and it's 2 o'clock in the afternoon. And I said, I'm going over there and open the store. And uh, Jonathan said, okay, I'm going to go with you. And we went and dug our way in. And then we went on social media to say, we're open. Mm-hmm. And a dozen people came down. And when we got there, we opened the store. And I actually took a picture of smoking a debonair Solomon, the big debonair. Mm-hmm. And took a picture. And here we are next to the snow banks. And we're open here in Seabrook. And people saw that. And the, the regulars and stuff said, oh, let's take a ride down. And they did. And I got that Solomon going, which is going to take hours to smoke. Right. And it's a very full-bodied cigar, not my type of thing at all. And I'm smoking and smoking it, and I'm starting to get sick from smoking too, too much of the cigar. And I put the cigar down. I go into the back office where there's a bathroom back there, and I actually threw up. 
and I wash myself off and everything, and I go sit outside, sit back with the people, and they look. I got bloodshot eyes. I don't, I'm looking pale white, and they go, what's the matter? And at that point, the cigar's in the ashtray, and of course, I relit it, and I continue on. Because um, he's an idiot. Yeah. And um, I said, well, you know, I didn't have any breakfast today, and blah, 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 and trying to play it off as, you know, it's not the cigar's fault, and it isn't the cigar's fault. And... Um, I said, I, I threw up and whatever, and they said, really, what's that cigar? I said, oh, it's a Debonair Solomon, and I'm figuring to myself, a $20 cigar. I'm figuring to myself, I fucking just ruined this brand. Yeah, they're never, they're never 12 out it. of 12 got up and bought the cigar, lit it up, and then one person got up and got extras to go with them. <laughs> And it was almost a, I'm tougher than you type of thing that went on. But the psychology behind that was messed up to me. And I said, I just told them I threw up. It's like having the food. Oh, my God, this is awful. Try it. And everybody wants to try it because it's awful. There's no such thing as bad press. Yeah. So because there's certain there, there are people that smoke the exact opposite cigars as you. And that's. The majority of the people that sit in the lounge, they smoke stronger stuff. A lot of people in the cigar authority tell me when they order, Dave thought it was too strong, so I'm going to order a box. Right. (laughs) Reverse psychology. Mm -hmm. And it doesn't mean to be. I'm telling you exactly what I'm I'm feeling. Um, And, you know, the interesting thing, and we talked in the the last show, and if you're hearing this for the first time, we have a um, uh, survey, the Cigar Authority survey. Go to thecigarauthority.com. You'll see on the right-hand side the survey. Uh, if you're doing it on a computer, if you're not, you got to scroll down. Right. If you're doing it on mobile, with your thumb, do about four or five scrolls, and you'll see the graphic. Yeah. So hit that button, and the survey is going to pop up. It's 19 questions. Should take you a minute or two, and uh, answer the questions. But one of the questions is talking about if you like mild, medium, full-bodied, medium, mild, whatever. Um, yeah, it's I'm, mild, mild, medium, 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 full, and full. Okay, I'm going to guess that people are going to be more fuller-bodied than mild cigars because you're listening to a podcast about cigars, so you, you, you're not just a regular guy that smokes a cigar every once in a while. You're pretty hardcore to listen to a right. cigar show. You're a different segment than the yes. norm of the cigar yeah. industry. And, and we have to know that going into mm-hmm. there, but we want to know about our listeners, who they are, right? Mm-hmm. So we can play better to the person that listens to. Maybe even uh, stepped up with the game a little bit on the care package. If mild cigars aren't your thing, maybe you'll see a full-bodied in there a little bit more often in the future. Yeah, we're going to use this information not only uh, to discuss, but also to your benefit. Yes. So back to dead pets. Uh, <laughs> Dean Martin died. That was my dog, Chocolate Lab. What was the name of your cat? Tommy. Male cat. Cat. Who actually lost his hearing? So it's like Tommy, can you hear me? Ah, you know, a, little, a little who reference. There we go. Horrible. And uh, Tom Cat. <laughs> Tom Cat. He was actually had he had a f- full four name tommy underfoot houdini bellavo this is the craziness in my house but he was always under your feet or he was impossible to find hey and mine was dean martin and how about your dog uh my brother's dog's name was dodger you don't want to say your dog Oh, my dog's name is mickey He's still alive i don't want to jinx him but you can say what his name is well just in case what if this kills him when, when the time's right, my next cat's going to be named Kung Pao. It'll be Kung Pao Kitten. Kung Pao Kitten. It's gonna, you're going to do another cat? 
I think so. I wasn't a cat person until I met my wife, but I don't want to get up at five in the morning and take a dog for a walk. No yard? Uh, to common yard, no fence. Ah. So, condo. Okay. Ed Sullivan? Well, we've had a lot. My daughter named the current one Milo. Okay. Before that, we had Otis. O- no, just Milo. Before that, we had Ozzy. His full registered name was uh, the Blizzard of Ozzy. Did he ever bite the head off of a bat? No, he wanted to. Uh, the Newfoundland was named the Mighty Tatonka. Really? Yeah, but you could just call him Tonka, which worked well for a large dog. But, of course, Tatonka is the Sioux word for buffalo. Of course. And, and he, I, I learned that in Dances with Wolves. That's the only way anyone <laughs> yeah. learned. Well, aside from the Sioux, I presume they know. So, uh, any other pets over the years of not dog or cat? All dog, never cat. Never cat. All dog, never cat. How about you? I've had dogs my whole life. This was the first, first time with a cat. No other animals? Uh, as a kid, I had a hamster, but yeah. that doesn't count. What was the name? Uh, Penis cover? No, I don't remember. Honestly, it'll come to me eventually, but yeah. I was like five years old. I had two birds. Yeah. Uh, I had Alvin, the bird, Alvin and the chipmunks. Snowball. Right? Snowball, mm-hmm. which is... Uh, Same thing. <laughs> really a cat name, right? Snowball or whatever? Yeah. But furry, whatever. It was, uh, a, it was a precursor to the fact that one day I would know Jonathan. Yeah? More, more than likely, it was a precursor to the fact that one day you would enjoy snowballs. <laughs> so Alvin was a... Um, um, parakeet. Parakeet, right. And then I had Henry, which was a parrot. And parrots live a long time. Yes. Too yeah. long. A hundred years. You, you get sick of them long before they die. So we had him for quite a while and gave him away to somebody. Right. Because he was going to live. He may still be living now. He may be. And uh, we got a call from the lady that we gave him to years and years later and said, Henry is not Henry. Henry is Henrietta. Because hmm. she laid an egg. Uh, <laughs> so Henry was uh, Henrietta, but never knew it. Because how do you tell? This whole after show yeah, has pretty even, much yeah. gone the way of Dave's coin story. <laughs> That's We're going to get mailbags about this. Well, whatever. Um, well, that'll give us something to talk about on the next I one. I guess. Hey, right now we're four guys sitting in a cigar shop just having a general conversation. There we go. See, if I ever got a cat, I would name it TC. Top cat. Yeah, the indisputable leader of the game. Yeah, that's right. For, for you old people who remember Top Cat. <laughs> Top Cat! Who was the voice? That was somebody, right? Wasn't Top Cat a famous I, person? That, was it Was it Scatman Carruthers or somebody like that? It was somebody. Jeez, um, I, I got it on the tip of my tongue. It, it, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking... Um, it says here it was Arnold Stang. No, that would be nobody. Um, so I'm probably thinking of Tennessee Tuxedo, that you knew Tennessee Tuxedo. Yeah, that was Wally Cox, wasn't it? No. no? That was the guy, um, Agent. Oh, Maxwell, Maxwell Smart. Smart was Tennessee Tuxedo. Also Inspector Gadget. Inspector Gadget, which is, what's his name? Don 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 Adams. Don Adams, Don Adams yeah. Don Adams. So And uh, Larry Storch was a voice, too. He was an F Troop. Ah, Larry Storch. My wife always freaked out about him, didn't 
Didn't like Larry Storch. He had a weird look about him. Yeah, yeah. F Troop. That was a good one, too. That was great. Yeah. So uh, the dog the dog dies, the cat dies, you light a cigar. 100%. You about, and you reflect and you share stories. So cigars like the are time interesting. you fell out a window or what have you. Yeah, but it's to fat guys, Barry, cigars, you know, we eat food when we're sad and we eat food when we're happy, right? It's a go-to thing uh, as a comfort, whatever it is. And I think cigars are like that, that I tell people when you're angry, you shouldn't smoke cigars because you're going to not enjoy the cigar. But sad is okay. Sad, you can enjoy the cigar, and it's a good reflecting thing. Yeah. But See, I'm going to disagree with you. I cigars think, are contemplative. I think, uh, and that's the reason why I think when you're angry, you should have a cigar. Just sit down, let the world slow down around you. It's like a breathing exercise. You know, you're going to four or five times a minute, maybe a little bit less. You're going to be taking a deep breath and an exhale. It'll help you calm down. A cigar is the greatest therapist in the world. I've never had a cigar I enjoyed angry. Never. By the end of the, the, end of yeah. the cigar, I'm no longer angry. I feel better. Yeah. And Dave, Scatman Crothers was the voice of Hong Kong Fooey. Ah. Number one, one super guy. guy. There we go. Hong Barry, Kong I'm surprised Fooey. that you remember this stuff because you're younger than us. It was like kind of in like reruns. Yeah. You know, after school, you'd come home or Saturday morning before the real cartoon started. They showed some of the old ones. All right. So anyway, uh, reflect on your pet by having a nice cigar. And that's what to do. So that's it. That's it for the after show. And we'll catch you Saturday on the Cigar Authority. We have Jose Dominguez with a big new cigar coming out. And uh, he'll tell you about that and what's going on in the DR and lots more. So stick around for that. Till next time. Bye-bye. Keep the lid end in your mouth. The views and opinions expressed by the hosts, guests, or callers of this program do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe, the United Podcast Network, its partners or affiliates.